Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with Say My Name. Uh, <laughs> say My Name here. <laughs> so, you're born in, how do you say, Arakata or... Um, I was born in Humboldt County, oh. which is in Eureka, California. That's about that's a few hours past San Francisco. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, Arcata. Oh, Arcata. I mean, that, that's like the the um, the subsidiary like kind of county within where I was born. Oh, yeah. and from a young age, already into music, right? Your dad, or was a DJ, or still yeah. Was. So my dad was a DJ. He did it um, as a hobby in high school. And uh, like I grew up around music, he was always playing music in the house. So around, I'd say middle school is or fifth grade is when he gave me his turntables and taught me how to DJ. So yeah, music was pretty important in our family. Yeah. What are your parents' careers then? Um, right now, he is a private driver. Mm-hmm. And my mother, she's a school teacher. Oh. Yeah, she's she loves kids. <laughs> Is your mom creative as well? Like, did she teach you much about music? She didn't. Like, she didn't. She was not musically inclined at all. But she was. Um, she was pretty creative. Always artsy. Always had like these wild, like imaginative ideas. Mm-hmm. I think that's what. Um, Helped her as a school teacher too. Yeah, and how do you describe yourself back then, growing up? Oh, back then, oh, I was a quiet kid. Um, I mean, I was like into sports mainly, always into like art. Um, but yeah, I was quiet, shy. Were you really competitive in sports? I was. What, I was. What? <laughs> so what I, sports? I played volleyball, soccer, oh, and wow. basketball at different points in my life. Um, volleyball was my favorite, but yeah, I'd say I was pretty competitive. Yeah, and so did you like travel and play against other schools and everything? I did, I did. Wow. Uh, made it to varsity for volleyball in mm-hmm. high school. Actually, varsity on both volleyball and basketball. Wow. In high school. So that and took up a lot of your time with the training? It did, yeah. Yeah. Were you into school though? Did you like school? Uh, I loved school all my life. It was, um, I don't know, it was just something. Like, I mean, I, like, obviously I didn't have certain subjects that I enjoyed, but um, I, don't, I just lo- loved the learning environment. Mm-hmm. Did your parents kind of, not like inspire you, but like want you to do well academically? Or like, were they like, hey, you should do well in school, like give you... Yeah, um, my mother, she always pushed me from, um, and from, let's say, as early as I can remember, preschool. She was always there, always volunteering in my classes, always making sure that like oh, wow. I was up to speed with um, any of the assignments we were doing or working on in class. And yeah, she was she was a huge reason why yeah. I was into academics. Damn, that's so weird. You're probably like the one percent of musicians I've interviewed who like school. That's yeah, really cool. <laughs> I know. What was your favorite subject? Uh, my favorite like in subject high school. In high school, was history. Oh. Yeah, I still love history. That was my favorite subject, too. Or one of my favorite subjects, too, in college was, like, 
um, religious studies or mm. like history of religion. Yeah, what do you love about it? Uh, I just love to kind of, when I'm like, I love to think about that time and period and kind of put myself in the, in the shoes of someone that lived and like say like if I'm studying, um, like for example, if I go to like a, a museum mm-hmm. and they have like sculptures, Greek sculptures, or like paintings from someone's co- personal collection, like there, I love to like sit there and like think like wow, like at one point someone, you know, worked on this. It's just I don't know. It's just it's a weird fascination. And you first started from GarageBand, right? I did. Yep, GarageBand <laughs> was the the first program. I think I still have my first beat somewhere. Oh really? Yeah, I made it freshman year. Yeah, 2006. What did it, what did it sound like? Uh, it was just a hip hop, really simple hip hop beat that was just like a it was just a bunch of loops that I found on GarageBand and just put together. <laughs> Very simple, but and it was still cool. You also DJed in high school, right? Like for Halloween. I did. <laughs> I did. So I I did a Halloween party uh, my freshman year with a friend of mine and I think that was really like the only real gig I had in in high school oh yeah I mean I had did like a couple of house parties but that was really the only like I'd say actual gig Mm -hmm. and were you teaching yourself like turntables or your dad teaching you or what what type of DJing was it uh so my dad he taught me for the first probably like first few weeks of me getting into like of him giving me uh, turntables taught me for a few weeks and he just told me have at it yeah and then everything else was just kind of like he taught me like kind of like everything I needed to know in those three weeks for me to like kind of develop my own style Mm -hmm. and identity as a DJ and yeah it was just um I was pretty much self-taught. Mm-hmm. What kind of music were you listening to back then? I was listening to mainly hip-hop. Oh. His collection, so he had basically a collection of um, just all 80s hip-hop, EDM, like literally like old school like dance tracks. Damn. Like Craftwork, uh, like uh, Twilight 22, like... Run DMC, old school rap. So those were like the records that I was exposed to and like practicing with. Yeah, so you knew EDM from like the early stages of EDM when it first started. I did, but I had no idea it was called EDM. I just like... It's like house music. (laughs) Well, I I always call it those records um, breakdancing tracks because Mm. I knew that like breakdancing was a big part of that whole hip hop movement that I didn't realize that with the hip-hop records um, in the clubs, people like in New York, well, all over America started spreading. They were dancing, like break dancing to mm-hmm. dance records, you know? So I didn't know that these were actually dance records. I just yeah. called them, um, well, break dance tracks, yeah. <laughs> not EDM. And then for college, was that something that you wanted to do or your parents kind of pushed you? Uh, to go to college or to do music in college? Go to college. Oh, that's something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents, they they helped 
and supported me throughout the whole process. But um, there, there was no pressure on their end. They, like, I mean, I went to a private school where literally, I mean, there was like 39 students in my graduating class. Oh, for? In high um, school. Yeah, oh, okay, for high school. Yeah, so basically everyone <laughs> at the time, everyone, you know, we were all applying for school and that was just kind of like the expected thing mm -hmm. to do. Like everyone went to college. Yeah, <laughs> and you studied advertising, right? Yeah, public relations and advertising. Mm -hmm. well, what about you drew you to those subjects? What about it? Um, I was talking to, at the time, well, my freshman year, I was undecided, and I had met with a counselor, told her, like, you know, music is what I wanted to do, and she was like, well, first, um, you should, like, maybe look into the business side of things, and then after, like, a couple of meetings, she was like, you know what, you're more on the creative, maybe you should explore, like, advertising and PR, maybe that's something that will help give you another, you know, some more insight. Mm -hmm. on the other side of the industry um, that you might need, you know, years from now. And this was in 2011, you mm -hmm. know. So, it, I mean, and she was right because I learned. You liked it a lot? Yeah. Oh, nice. Marketing, advertising, uh, how to write, camp, how to create campaigns, how to write press releases. You mm -hmm. know, there's a lot of different skills that kind of culminated into um, a lot of the hands-on work that I've been doing today, aside from like the actual music production process. Yeah. You felt like you didn't need to study music production or anything? In school, well, we didn't have like a, well, we had like one music production class. Oh, I meant for college, like as a major. Oh, that's the thing we didn't have of like a music production major. Oh, I meant then. Oh, but you. Oh, so you never thought of going to like a music college? I mean. Oh, I did. I I thought I thought about going to Icon. Oh yeah. Um, but I had already, like, fully committed to um, Chapman University, mm. and I was already in the process with all the scholarships, and I was just like, you know what? Let me give it a year here. And then a year became two years, three years, and then I just finished my all four years because yeah. I just loved that school. Yeah, and you love writing research papers as well, right? I do. <laughs> I do love writing research papers. What about it? Uh, just the, the challenge of, I actually, my favorite part about a research paper is finishing it. Yeah, it's like, so satisfying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, what year did you come up with your name? 2012. Oh, and that's from Headhunters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a moniker before? I did. It was DJ Arcade. But you, oh, so why do you want to change it? Uh, just change the whole brand. Yeah. Under that name, like, things were not moving at all, like, musically. Like, my career was just at a stagnant place. And creatively, I just was like, you know what, let me try something new. Mm -hmm. And I had already been listening to a little bit of trap. I had already been listening to the hard style. So... That's when Heart Trap came to be about. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what, this could be a cool spin on what, you know, on Trap, like a cool subgenre. Mm -hmm. sub and yeah, that's how yeah. I started <laughs> Heart Trap. 
But wait, how did you get from listening to more hip-hop to more electronic music? Oh, that was, uh, so that was in 2007 or 2008, actually. I had, uh, when I, was, I started producing, like, pop records just for fun. I was listening to a lot of, um, like, Nelly Furtado, Gwen Stefani. Oh. And then from there, like, one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, like, I'd see, like, pop and hip-hop. Why don't you listen to dance music? It's kind of, like, similar, just a little bit more you know, like, in your face. Mm -hmm. So, she had sent me, this was, I think this was closer to 2009, she sent me um, a link to Dead Mouse Ghosts and stuff. Yeah. And I heard that track and I was like, this is super, this is like really cool. Mm -hmm. And then like, she sent me another link to, um, to the Bloody Beat Roots oh my God. Warp track. Yeah, so and good. And after that I was like, all right, dance music sounds pretty cool this is something like I want to explore so that's how like and then from there I just started like doing my own research on YouTube and just started like making dance records mm -hmm. and you also went to Armin Van Buren's concert right that was kind of life-changing that was life-changing um, so it was Monster Massive Music Festival Halloween Massive in 2009 in LA and I was watching Armin set, and that that was kind of like the moment where I was at a crossroads in my life with music because like I knew I wanted to DJ, but I didn't know like in what avenue. You know, I thought like, oh, I could be a radio DJ, mm. that could be cool. But then I didn't realize there were DJs playing festivals all around the world. And when I saw Armin, that was that like, that was that exposure to the other side of DJing. Where mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I could be up there too. Yeah. And that's why it was basically life-changing, mm -hmm. you know? How did you get more into the trap side, right? Because they're not really trap artists. Oh, that was, uh, I don't know, that was when that whole trap wave came about in 2012. Oh, so you were listening to like Mayhem, um, Bauer? Yeah. Or even well, before that? that early. Yeah. No, it was it was right around um I'd say like yeah, it was around that era when like yeah, Mayhem, like anti serum. Oh my god. Big squad's so good. <laughs> yeah. Stucky. <laughs> yeah, that was um that was when I like kinda got more I mean into trap. Mm-hmm. And was that so was that your sophomore year or or when was that? That was my junior year. Oh, okay. In college, yeah. So you're already putting out stuff while you were in college. How yeah. were you pushing it? Uh, just SoundCloud. SoundCloud, and I would literally reach out to like as many blogs as I could, just send out emails. Because at, at the time, that was kind of like when, um, when blogs were still kind of like, I think they were, I would say, like still on the. They're still the central source of a lot of new music. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was getting a, a good amount of exposure yeah. from and, these blogs. <laughs> and probably you knew how to draft your uh, PR statement, so that really helped, because I get a bunch of things, I'm like, you guys don't know what I did, I was writing <laughs> some, some pretty cool emails. <laughs> and then how did you find out about the Insomniac event? The, the one that you won? 
Oh, that was uh, online. Oh, so you just yeah, submitted? Just saw, yeah, I just saw that. I just saw their, I mean, I was, I was following their socials, and I saw the opportunity to do the Discovery Project. Mm-hmm. And I had actually, um, yeah, I, I was, I, I was literally this close to missing it because I yeah. caught it um, kind of late, and I like was putting so much like um, kind of like trying to like plan this perfect mix out mm-hmm. that I almost missed the deadline for it, <laughs> and that I mean put that on top of like school because you know I was still working you know in school. I literally almost missed that deadline. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was life-changing, too. Mm-hmm. And that, did that bring you a lot of, like, a new fan base and traction? It did. Yeah. It did. It, um, it basically gave me, uh, I mean, it gave me my, my first, you know, festival play. Oh. Which was cool because from there, fans that had no idea I even existed, you know, they were just kind of passing the stage. And they were like, yo, I saw your set. Like, I still have fans that were like, to this day, they were like, I remember you at the Discovery stage. No way, that's yeah. so cool. Wow. And then did you get a manager soon after, or how did it work out? No, um, well, my current manager, I did not meet Jason until 2015. Mm. Yeah. But you had like some before that helped you out or? Yeah. After you graduated, were you working other jobs or were you just living off music? I was working at Guitar Center full time. Yeah. And I was a front door greeting person. Mm -hmm. So I just stood there for eight hours a day greeting people. Yeah. It was just kind of, it sucked. Mm -hmm. How long did you do that for? Did that for uh, almost two years actually. Oh. Yeah. And then at the same time, you were just seeing your music kind of just like blow up from each release or... Yeah. Like so, you knew you were like close to like living off of it. Yeah, I knew I was close, but I, I had to wait for the perfect moment where like mm-hmm. financially, I didn't want to shoot myself in the foot and, you know, not be able to support myself. Yeah. Was it difficult making that decision being like, okay, now finally... It yeah. was. And I, it was because there were times where like I'll push it off or I'd be like, okay, this is the month. And then three months later, I'm like, nah, I still gotta wait. Mm-hmm. And then, but like, I, I just knew when the time was absolutely right. But even then I was still kind of hesitant. Yeah. But it was just one of those where I was like, you know what? I was so kind of like over, you know, working eight hours a day, standing, standing at the front desk that um, I was just like, you know, screw it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just take the, take this leap of faith. Yeah. <laughs> How did you meet Slander? Uh, so I met Slander in 2012, actually, when they came and played a. We both played this um, benefit concert at my school. Oh. And yeah, that was direct support for them. So they closed out the night there, the headliners, and that's how I met them. Mm-hmm. And then how did you meet the record labels like Bygor? Oh, Bygor, all the, so the labels, those were all through, um, so Bygor, I met them through just mutual friends and then just reaching out. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the connections I've made were like kind of either hands-on, like meeting the guys at events mm-hmm. in LA, or just like 
online through mutual friends who are like passing my music along, mm. you know. And for Afrojack, was that at an event or? Yeah, so I met Afrojack at Ultra oh. last year. Yeah. Uh, real brief, and he was just like, he's like, yeah, man, like I love your track. Um, let's stay in contact. So I was like, I'd reach out to him here and there. And finally, he was like, because he already had the edit of my remix, mm -hmm. and he made his own version of it. He was just like, you know what? Let's re-release this remix. It's fire. I've been playing it. And I was like, cool. Yeah. I'm not, I can't complain with that. <laughs> you know, Afrojack has, has been a huge influence on me. How was it working with little Debbie? Is she your first like rapper that you've worked with? Uh, she's actually my third rapper. Oh. Yeah, but that was a, that was a really cool experience working with Debbie. Mm -hmm. I knew I had I've known about her for a while, and um, when the demo had the the, uh, the say my name vocals mm -hmm. um, were sent, like my team and my label, they were like, "This is perfect." Yeah, you know, like, say my so name, good. say my name. <laughs> and she was like all about it too, so it was cool. Like like um, that we were all on the same page with it. Mm -hmm. And I'd say that I know the track was received pretty well. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Do you see yourself working more and more with rappers or getting more into hip hop or what's the future? Yeah, I, I'm actually, actually have been uh, producing more uh, hip hop records. Some, some like hip hop hybrid, like EDM records, but mm -hmm. um, that's, that's definitely something I want to explore more. And then singers too. Yeah. Like, um, like um, the track that I have released with um, Kara, mm -hmm. the most, uh, more records like that. I mean, which is like completely different than hard rap. Yeah, has it been easy for you going from work, like collaborating with other producers to getting in a session, knowing how vocals work and everything? Now it's becoming a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. My first, first couple of sessions, I kind of didn't know what I was really doing. Just had the basic like ideas. Um, but yeah, it's just something that comes with practice. Um, every every session has been different. Mm -hmm. and you kind of just got to feel the vibe out. But I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the session, you know, our like our goal is to make that slamming track. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so we're both on that same same page. And you said in a previous interview that you want to or donate or something to SPCA ASPCA. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm a huge dog lover. I love dogs. I love animals. Um, and I actually started volunteering. To, I was walking dogs mm -hmm. for um, like up to up to two hours a day. Oh wow! At um, NKLA and just um, doing like hours there. So I, I mean, it's, it was just kind of a cool activity to do Yeah. when I'd come back from like shows if I had some downtime to just go over to the the um, shelter or yeah. the center and go walk dogs, go help out. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, it's with, yeah, it's with Best Friends organization. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that's, I love dogs. <laughs> See my Instagram, I'm just always liking dog pics. <laughs> no shame. How do you say your music has changed since the early songs you made? Um, I'd say the style has definitely changed. Like I've jumped from a 
quite a few genres just um, try to get my feet wet like with different sounds mm -hmm. and obviously like the on the technical side like the quality has improved um, I don't know there's there's times where like my tracks like my earlier tracks were more complex and then it's like I don't know it goes through like I go through these waves where like I'll write super complex tracks even if they don't get released and then I'll just like work on something real simple so it's like kind of hard to explain mm -hmm. <laughs> I think about it <laughs> how would you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger as a person um, I've definitely gotten or became like more I've gotten out of my shell um, become more social and a lot of that a lot of that has been um, with the help of being in the music industry and being around people DJing meeting fans like that's got that's helped me um, overcome like the social anxiety I used mm. to have as a child and uh, all throughout my like you know teenage years mm -hmm. would you say you're more introverted or extroverted uh, more introverted. Yeah. Yeah. How do you deal with being with people like all the time? It's like difficult, when, especially when you're touring. You need like personal space and stuff. Oh, like, uh, you just gotta alone. balance your time. Yeah. Balance your time, your energy. Like, it's good to decompress and have time alone or go take walks. Because um, I love being around people. Mhm. Mm but yeah, of course, when you know you're there around people, you still need that balance because like. And a lot of DJs have like um, touched on this. You literally go like zero to 100 and then 100 yeah. to zero when you're like at a show and like it's just like, you know, it's fun, it's people. And then that night you're back in your room or that next morning you're sitting in the airport by yourself. And it's like, yeah. So you gotta like balance that. I mean, I, I love it. Like, I like I love people, mm -hmm. but you still need that, um, that time to, yeah. to like, get your energy back up exactly i feel like because i'm also introverted so i'm like i don't know how they deal with that i feel like i'd want to yeah. be alone for so much of the time <laughs> i mean no there's there's a lot of there's a lot of djs that are um introvert or they they were like kind of similar story that they, they mm -hmm. grew up maybe not top of their class or like in a pop like a popular kid or straight up they were they'll call themselves like nerds or outcasts yeah and like I mean, we all kind of deal with it yeah. differently, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far? Could be in your personal life. Uh, my biggest challenge so far, my personal life, is, let me start with my career first. Okay. And then maybe I'll, I'll, that answer will come natural. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think just... Uh, biggest challenge has been staying consistent with work because as soaring has picked up um, like I have to readjust my schedules and understand like you know it's not the studio is not that accessible anymore when you're on the road constantly so just keeping up that workflow um, while I'm still like touring mm -hmm. has been a challenge yeah and um thinking about personal life maybe just 
being more organized. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, with that. <laughs> what does love mean to you? Uh, love means, it's going to sound cliche, but passion. Yeah. Yep. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much passion. Mm -hmm. And love doesn't have to be uh, for a person. It could obviously be for a thing or... Um, for a hobby, love is love. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? Um, I want to be remembered for my impact on the dance music scene as the creator of Hard Trap. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the driving forces for hard dance music uh, in America, and yeah. not, in, not only in America, but anywhere I've played. And, brought that sound to all yeah. over the world yeah hello this is awesome thank you so much yeah. no, thanks <laughs> for, for taking the time <laughs>